did we need another Toy Story? Did it, couldn't we have just ended with Toy Story 3? All that and more on this episode of My Disney Addiction Podcast. Oh, yeah. Did you like that? It was like the white man's underbite. Mm. 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 Hey, guys. I don't know. We're loopy. We're loopy this episode. Yeah. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of My Disney Addiction Podcast with your host, that is, Disney Detective and your number one ghost host, Chris. Hey guys. Hey, so you know how I told you I collect coffee mugs? It's kind of a side tangent. I got one of my awesome coffee mugs here. Oh, look at that. So it goes like that. I just made this. This is kind of hot, so I'm trying not to. So it looks pretty cool there. And then as you turn it, it's like. Like, it evolves more and more and more. Well, okay, so. Then it looks like Mickey's an actual like robot or like a cyborg now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That is awesome. I've never seen that mug before. And you know, I also like collecting mugs. That's cool. Yeah, I got that one when we were at Disney. I think I think we were, when I was when the last time we were at Disney. That's the that's one of the coffee mugs I got. Wow. So how's the handle? Does the handle feel good? Oh, the handle is great. It's kind of a it's a wider brim handle there, Ooh, so it's okay. like yeah, like my whole hand can fit in there comfortably. It's got that curve. So like, it's not like I have to try to squeeze all my fingers onto this little part. It actually, oh, trust me. So it can be there. like a comfortable, comfortable mug. Yeah. It's great. See, I mean, I can, I can look at a nice looking mug all day, but when you, when you think about it, the functionality comes down to the handle and how it interacts with your actual fingers. So yep. I like a good handle, you know, one that just it like fits me like a glove. So that one looks like I'd enjoy that handle. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, you got anything going on there? Um, around me? No, I'm pretty boring here. Um, oh, here, yeah, here's my centerpiece. Oh, Lumia. Like that, uh-huh, uh-huh. Wee oui, wee, oui, monsieur, that's right. Yeah, so that's, he, he is the centerpiece of my kitchen table. And he's always asking me to try the gray stuff because it's obviously- Because it's you know, delicious. delicious. Yeah, see? All right, you guys, we got to focus back in here. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Toy Story 4, kind of as you could have guessed. So I don't know how far mm. we, we, we're going to go here, because I think you guys kind of heard some of my thoughts on that. But Greg, <laughs> do you want to give us a rundown of, you know, the movie? Yeah, I mean, to, to keep it brief, honestly, the movie did feel quite disjointed, especially picking up from where Toy Story 3 left off. Yeah. But I got to say, I was very, very, very much impressed with their computer, um, their their CGI in the beginning with the rain. Like, that was so real. Like, I have to give Disney a nod because they keep, they keep blowing it out of the park. No pun intended here. I think um, the animation was great in this movie. I think, it's to me, gorgeous. that's like one of the only things that saved this movie. Yeah. And, and for me, like, I don't even know if it saved it because... Granted, I love looking at great animation, but I don't want to really put in a movie and not also enjoy the story and the characters. But anyway, the beginning of the of the movie, uh, they're at Andy's house and 
basically deals with Bo Peep going away mm-hmm. and how Woody was sort of heartbroken because Bo Peep sort of she relinquished the fact that you know she's not needed anymore you know she she's got to go elsewhere and Woody's basically just left in the rain the gorgeously looking real rain still my mind is blown um and then I think of course you know Bonnie's brought back into the movie so it's not really Andy's show anymore it's Bonnie's show and um I do oh yeah that's right Bonnie is dealing with some issues as I'm sure all young kids go through I I know I did um starting school yeah I uh so I kind of like how like in the movie it starts off like you said you know the kids are playing you know that happens with well actually actually it's uh not Re- is it Rex RC no it's RC RC is stuck in the RC. gutter you know and then what he goes saves him and then he gets trapped outside because you know Andy's mom closes the window because it's raining and then he sees from the window that Andy's mom picks up old peep and is giving him away to another kid and then we kind of flash forward to we get to uh, Bonnie Bonnie is playing with all of her toys and it just so happens that out of all the toys Woody is kind of just a meh meh toy to her now um yeah doesn't get as much playtime um uh, in the cup in the closet he collects his first little fuzz and you know the other toys in the closet are like oh what are you gonna name it and all that stuff <laughs> so that happens and but interestingly like this is where he um is completely loyal almost to a fault to bonnie like when you have a kid you're loyal to a kid so bonnie's going off to kindergarten yeah and she really got over andy didn't he right he totally got over Andy. <laughs> well, it's one it's of those. Yeah, I mean, and so I mean, that's that's cool that he it was wasn't that hard of a transition. But we do find out that he does have some separation issues um, from Andy still later in the movie. But um, so Bonnie is going to kindergarten, and he ends up going into her bi- backpack because he wants to be there as support. And um, Bonnie ends up making this little toy figurine, and it's made of popsicle sticks, uh, plastic spork, spork cleaner. Well. well Googly eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what is he called? Sporky? Forky? Yes. Yeah. I think he's Forky or whatever. But um, so Bonnie creates this little toy the first day of kindergarten. <laughs> I like in the in the movie, um, Bonnie gets out of the like it's not even the first day of kindergarten, it's an orientation. And so Bonnie gets out of there and she goes up to her mom and dad. She's like, I did it, I completed kindergarten. And then Bonnie's parents are like, Oh no, 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 no. This wasn't even this was orientation. You still have to come back. <laughs> yeah That's so cute. um to kind of speed up the, the story here a little bit but yeah um uh bonnie comes home with woody and forky and forky is freaking out you know when he gets there all the other toys like hey 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 you know who is this who is this and forky's like hey i'm uh, i'm a spork i'm meant for like noodles soup and the occasional like pasta or something yeah, I tried to be alive. <laughs> right. And so he's like freaking out. This is too much for him. Completely tries to off himself into the garbage all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then eventually what happens is uh, their uh, Bonnie's dad decides that they're going to take a road trip. Um, so, or are they go- or they're going to some like, I think they're going to the coast to do something. I don't know where they're going. But um, they pack up all the toys, you know, they get on there. And then Forky is there because that's, that's Bonnie's like favorite little toy thing. So 
during the little bit of the montage as they're driving and traveling, you know, Bonnie, I mean, um, Woody is constantly trying to stop Forky from jumping out of the vehicle, leaving himself, throwing himself in garbages, all this stuff. So he's trying to do that. And then eventually what happens, they stop at this, like, it looks like kind of like they're at a marina and there's like a pier and just so happens at this pier, um, well, actually what happens is Forky jumps out of the RV, um, Woody goes after him and tells Buzz, hey, meet me over here. It's five miles away. I'll meet you there. And so Buzz goes there, Woody and uh, Forky go there. They get, they find an antique shop and they kind of get into a little bit of trouble with some of the other toys there. And Forky gets captured and during like the whole, you know, kerfuffle or whatever the problem was, good word happens, Bo Peep is there and saves them. And so, no, I don't think... No, is Bo Peep there? No, Bo Peep is not there. Woody gets he away. In the carnival area, yeah. Yeah, so Woody gets away. Um, they're in the carnival area. He ends up meeting uh, Bo Peep because um, some other kids were playing with him and all this stuff. So Bo Peep saves him from like this animal or something. I don't know what it was. I totally forgot. So Woody's all, whoa, crazy. And Buzz is like, man, where are they? They should have been here by now. So he leaves to go and try to find them. And just himself, like none of the other toys are going with him. It's just Buzz this time. Yeah. And so Buzz goes, he's running around the park. He finds these two stuffy dolls. There's, it's um, a bunny rabbit and I think it's a bear, right? And A bunny rabbit and it was like a, it was a duck, right? A, a duck, right? Kid. I think a duck or something, but yeah. that's Key and Peele's a, character in the movie. I think, they, I think they were my favorite duo yeah. in this movie. I don't know. What is it? Um, What is that? stunt guy that Keanu Reeves plays. Oh, Duke Kaboom. I'm the Duke Kaboom. Whoa. Yeah. So we have that happen. Um, they take along with Buzz trying to find Woody. And Woody's trying to figure out, okay, well, we have to go back and save this little forky thing to Bo Peep because we have, you know, got to protect this animal. Um, well, to essentially boil it down so we can really get into the discussion of it. There's a toy at the antique store that wants a voice box because she hasn't ever been picked from this antique stuff, antique store, and she thinks if she gets a voice box, everything will happen. So she essentially tells Woody, "You should just give it to me," you know, whatever. Woody eventually gives in, and then you know, Buzz and them try to get back to um, Bonnie. I mean, yeah. That's essentially. It. I mean, there's a, some other things I'm throwing. I'm free, not leaving. I'm not putting in there because there's just I want to get to the end of this. Yeah. Eventually, everything happens. You know, that one toy that got the voice box, she finds a little girl. It's all good. Woody, um, um, Forky, and Buzz, they meet up with the rest of the gang on the RV. And what essentially happens is that Buzz hands over the reins to, which I'm not quite sure, does he give over the reins to Jesse or is Buzz in charge? Right, because he gives the sheriff badge to Jesse. True, yeah, but I think Buzz, I think he wanted Buzz to be in charge because, of course, like if if Woody's gone, you know, like the next oldest <coughs> yeah. toy would be would, would be Buzz, yeah. So Buzz and, and then Jesse would be like you know the right hand man, so to speak. Yeah. And so that happens, and then essentially Woody decides to stay with Bo Peep and just be like a renegade toy releasing other toys. And Pretty so much. that's 
So that's essentially the movie. You know, Buzz and the gang are just with Bonnie for the rest of her life, and Buzz is and Woody and Je- and Woody and Bo Peep are just running around releasing toys. Um, yeah, so that's the whole movie. Good. I mean, there's really it's it's it, they have to throw in the voice box thing just for a little bit of something. But essentially, what it is is Buzz finds. I mean, Woody finds Bo Peep. Bo Peep and Woody decide to just run off, and the rest of the gang is just kind of like on their own now. Yeah. So yeah, okay, just, so let's jump in. What did oof, you think? What did you think yeah. of the movie, Greg? Um. Honestly, I I think it felt it felt like they were Disney was, or Pixar was trying really hard to think of a story that they could do to bring back the Toy Story franchise because they know that it's a cash cow. It's more, I think, for money's sake and yeah. for potential fan service. Um, even though the story was beautifully tied up at the end of Toy Story 3, Toy Story 4 came along. It felt like an afterthought, honestly, because again, you know, Toy Story 3 came out, what, 2011, 2010, and this one came out in 2019. Mm-hmm. So it felt like an afterthought. I mean, granted, beautiful animation. Uh, I, yeah, it just, it just felt really off to me. It, it didn't feel like a true Toy Story movie. If anything, it felt like, you know, like um, like an unofficial fan movie of Toy Story of like, well, what if, you know? It just, it just didn't feel, it didn't capture my imagination and my caring as much as the first three movies did. And I mean, when you really boil it down, if you look at the amount of dialogue that Woody and Bo Peep have, it's like, it's like up here. And then if you combine the rest of the cast, it's like right here. Like mm-hmm. Woody and Bo Peep definitely carried the story, but I felt like their story that they wanted to tell, it just it just didn't fit with, with Woody's character. And they left so many other great characters sort of just off to the side, especially Buzz. Cause I felt like that was a great disservice. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I don't, I mean, so we'll, we'll get into like, that in a little set. So, is is there anything that you felt like any was there any redeeming quality in the movie besides the animation? Yeah, and besides the animation, honestly, no. It's just I realized that every Toy Story movie has like a really creepy toy or a really creepy story because mm-hmm. you know in Toy Story one you have Sid and his evil you know Frankenstein toys. Um, Toy Story two really didn't have a lot of crazy evil evil toys, but Toy Story 3, of course, you have like, you know, Demented Lots, so, and then the, the baby. The baby freaked me out, you know, with like the limp eye and all that stuff. And then, of course, in, in, in this movie, you have, you know, the toy with the the, the broken voice box, and then her um, her ventriloquist dummy henchman. Yeah, yeah, like, that guy. Creepy. Yeah, that guy is like stuff of nightmares. There's a whole bunch of them, and, too. Those things are... Yeah. And like, they were so silent and like they were quick. And I'm like, yeah, this is nightmare fuel for me. So um, again, I'm not saying that's one of the high points that I enjoyed in the movie. I I mean, every so often, you know, there was a little bit of a, like a chuckle for me that I enjoyed a joke <coughs> here or there. But mm-hmm. it, the only other thing that I liked was the addition of the plush carnival toys of Key and Peele. I thought that they were cool. And of course, Keanu Reeves is back now. Like he's super popular. So mm-hmm. of course they have to, you know, uh, put in Keanu and I'm a fan of Keanu. So that was a cool toy to add. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So 
honestly, yeah, just the addition of, of those three new characters, Sue Kaboom and, and the plush uh, toys. Like what, I, honestly, I think their names are, are um, Bunny and Duck or something mm. like that. It's just really, really unoriginal. Just like, okay, these are the animal names. And we'll name them that. How about yeah. you? Uh, there's nothing that saves this movie for me. I don't, I mean, there's a few scenes where, and I think it's generally the scenes where it doesn't really deal with the stories. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I just find this movie absolutely stupid. It's, it was a, it was a waste. Yep. Absolutely hated this movie. Um, I, like, I literally, I think it's a dumb movie. I think it's horribly dumb. Um, it ended perfectly with Toy Story 3. I know. Rewatching it again, I'm like, this was the perfect... You know, not nail in the coffin, but it, it was a perfect closure for so yeah, many fans, for the toys. I mean, yeah, I mean, we could have left it. One. We could have left it, and everybody would have been like, oh, they're part of a new family now. Okay, well, leave it alone, you know, and be done with it. And then maybe have a whole new section of stories with Bonnie, you know, maybe, you know, another 20 or 30 years down the road. So, like, right. Something like that. But, like, I felt like, they were grasping at straws to do this movie. Kind of like you said. I was like, oh, well, how can we make another movie? Well, what happens if Woody met Bo Peep again? It's like, oh, well, let's now make it where he has to run off and then we'll just leave the other toys kind of on their own with, with Bonnie. And I, I yeah. just seemed like, okay, so this, when you, what you said going off of Woody's character, he's this whole thing is about loyalty and being with this person and being with this person and being, and he was half and he was with, he was about that for half of this movie too. Yeah, and, all about family too. You know, the toys he created. The yeah, and then all of a sudden, like toys. on a dime, he just switches. Like, yeah. And I don't, I don't know, I don't like it. I think, and the fact that all the other toys totally got screwed out of this movie. Yeah. It was like, oh. dude, this wasn't a Toy Story movie. This was a Woody movie. And, like, Buzz got screwed. Like, like I again, like, he didn't get, like, any voice time. I think he, they dumbed down his character to the point where it's just like, all you're here to do is try to find Woody and yeah. have some plot point for you because people like your character, but we're not going to give you any real credit in this movie. You're just, you're just there to appease people. It's like, and then Jesse and the other toys, they're pretty much like there for a little bit during like the RV trying to get back to the thing. And even then it was just somewhat comic relief. There was no character building. Like how's Jesse been doing through the movies? How's Ham? How's Mr. Potato Head? Yeah. No idea. Absolutely no idea. No idea. And no idea. I thought the whole thing was so far stretching that it's like, like oh, this was a good wrap up. I'm like, no, it wasn't. You have half of them with Bonnie. Woody is off with Bo Peep. It's not closed. Now you just made it more open. You have two separate storylines now. So yeah. you could go and have a whole bunch. You could create a short and TVs, you know, shows and create other movies, you know, the adventures of Woody and Bo Peep, or you can do other things with, you know, Buzz and them. And it's like, dude, you guys, like this wasn't a closure. It, all it did was just open the doors to potential more things. Mm -hmm. Instead of leaving in it a with, negative way, yeah. Instead of leaving it with Toy Story three, where it's like, "Hey, the torch has been passed to this other kid with the toys that we love," 
and now this kid's gonna grow up with them and then we can just be we can leave it alone and we can right. let our we can let our imagination and our hearts just kind of create our own stories with Bonnie. Yeah, exactly. And that's the way it should have been. Because at the end of this movie, I had a bad taste in my mouth and I actually felt like a little bit of like, anxiety because I'm like, this isn't right. Like, am I really watching another Toy Story movie? Because like you said, it was totally contrary to Woody's character, how he would just, you know, leave his family of toys that he created and um, leave Bonnie who, you know, he clearly had separation anxiety from Andy and it seemed like, you know, he really cared about Bonnie. And then of course you throw in Sporky or Forky or whatever mm -hmm. into the whole mix. Um, yeah, this, this movie was a jumble of so many things. And when I, I, I just remember, you know, the ending of, of the movie where like the RV pulls around to like the top of the carousel and they have their goodbyes. And I'm like, is Woody actually doing this? I was slack jawed. I was not expecting his character to get changed this drastically. Um, and it was so abrupt. And, there wasn't any, it wasn't even like a yeah. real goodbye. There was no explanation to any of the other toys. All the other toys are like, whoa, Bo Peep. Okay, come on. No, I'm leaving. See you guys. Bye. Deuces. It was like, yeah. what? Yeah. Like, exactly. that, shows, that completely goes against Woody's character. Like, I thought it was dumb. I think the way they did this movie was completely stupid. I agree. And I agree. So I, to me, if somebody's like, oh, did you like Toy Story 4? Nope, that's not the ending. Toy Story 3 was the ending. Toy Story 4, like you said, was a money grab. The characters were poorly developed. The storyline sucked. It was open-ended. It was just horrible. It was absolutely I horrible. I know. And then what even grinds my gears further is that, you know, during the promotion of the movie, you have Tom Hanks, you have Tim Allen, you have the bigger stars of the movie that they were like getting all emotional saying that, you know, it was amazing, you know, like just how the script was written, like it touched them in, in so many ways. I mean, I get it. This is their last time playing those characters, but it's like, it's more of just a marketing ploy, you know, to get people to watch it because, oh, this is going to be groundbreaking. This is like the last of its kind of Toy Story. When I did not feel that watching it, like I didn't feel sad. I felt more anger. Because I'm like, what are you doing to these characters? Why did you even make a movie that is so contrary to the whole theme of the Toy Story franchise? Mm -hmm. um, it's sort of like that whole thing of like, when is enough enough? And a lot of successful TV shows, a lot of, of successful movie franchises, I think deal with it. Because you have this, this intellectual property that's insanely valuable and marketable and profitable to you that you keep telling the story so you can you know continue making money and continue making the fans happy but there comes a certain time to where you, your success almost leads to your downfall because then you run out of ideas the characters become stale and you're just continuing it for the momentum of a the cash grab and b to sort of you know to keep the fans happy and Honestly, I think a lot of fans were happy with the ending of Toy Story 3. I don't know if we were really asking for Toy Story 4, um, but then again, in hindsight, you know, we didn't know exactly what was what Toy Story 4 was going to be if there was one. Because of mm -hmm. course, I'm always, you know, Toy Story is one of my favorite franchises ever. Um, but I think, yeah, Toy Story 4 um, should never have been really thought up. Um, sorry to say, 
And hopefully, you know, whomever's listening to this, please let us know your thoughts. If you like Toy Story 4, if there's anything we're missing, or if, if you, you know, want to shed some, some light on this with your opinion, we would love to hear from you. But I think that it definitely overstayed its welcome. Uh, mm-hmm. Because you have, like I said, successful TV shows like Grey's Anatomy or Supernatural or, you know, even movie franchises like Star Wars, you know, like the the first six Star Wars movies were great. It told the story of, you know, Anakin Skywalker, Luke Skywalker. It was a perfect ending. And then Disney, again, had to ruin it with the sequel trilogy. And we'll talk more about that in our Star Wars episodes. But it's like your success becomes your downfall, like mm-hmm. I mentioned. And I think that's my favorite thing that I'm going to take from this episode, especially watching Toy Story. It's just they were so successful. They knew that they were going to make bank no matter mm-hmm. what. And they just put something out and people ate it up just because it's Toy Story. Whereas like true fans, like diehard fans, really found it a hard time watching the movie and trying to get over it and understanding why they made a fourth one. Well, I mean, you think about it. I mean, is it any coincidence that they were trying to come out with this movie rough? Like this movie came out roughly around the same time that Toy Story Land came out? Yeah. I know, coincidence, right? I mean, if anything, yeah, I think that that sort of, yeah, especially now it seems like Disney is, is, is their, their entertainment in terms of like movies and TV shows and their parks are slowly coming together. It's like one yeah. plays off of the other now. And so, I don't know, I, there's, I don't know, there's really not much more I can say about it. I just don't think it was, I don't think the movie was necessary. I think it wasn't, I would, don't think it was good. I don't think it was helpful to the storyline. I don't think it did honor to any of the characters. And I think it just made it more muddled. That's all I think it did. I agree. So, I agree. So, if you had to rank Toy Story alone, as a, sorry, Toy Story 4 alone as a movie, and then if you had to rank it with the other Toy Story movies, what numbers would you give it? One out of ten. Alone, without yeah. any of the other stories. Yep. Maybe a five. Yeah. Maybe. I'd give it a five. Like. Maybe a four and a half. Yeah, it's like being generous to round up a five, but yeah, it's definitely below like average. Yeah. In the franchise, it'd be Toy Story 1, Toy Story 3, Toy Story 2. I'm not even going to bother putting Toy Story 4 in unless it doesn't deserve it. There you go. I know. Everybody knows where Toy Story 4 lands on, on my list. Of course, it's, it's the last out of the four. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't even come close to touching any of the magic, any of that inherent you know, Toy Story-esque quality mm-hmm. of the other movies. Yeah, it just felt like a little bit of a ripoff. It's like a totally new, different team of writers. Heck, even a different like animation studio to, like bought the rights to Toy Story, and then they just told another story. You know, like it did not seem like Pixar's work, honestly. I did not. I did not like it. It was awful. All right, you guys. I don't want to just keep being uh, saying everything is awful <laughs> with it because, I mean, it is. But we guys, like you said, we want you guys to comment below give us your thoughts we would love to interact with you guys i mean this this is fun for us to discuss these things and that's the thing like we're disney fans but that doesn't mean we have to like everything disney puts out it's just the truth not everything disney touches turns to gold exactly i know don't put your disney blinders on now yep exactly 
Uh, Greg, was there anything else that you wanted to add for today? No, I think we're all good. Um, I, I felt very, uh, very cathartic in this episode. Just, I'm like, okay, I'm letting it all out, getting it out of my system. Time, on, time to go to the next episode. So um, really enjoyed this time as always. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on our video and all of our social media posts. Please follow us and let us know what you'd like us to talk about uh, in future episodes. I think that would be really cool to hear, hear from you. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely do a, a quick shout out to those who you know did put out ideas that we'll use. So uh, this is a great community of Disney fans and we always appreciate your support. So thank you. Excellent. All right, you guys, we are going to head on out. Remember, this is your only place to get your Disney fix. Peace. Peace.